Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday January 30th. It is 5.30. Thank you all for getting up early with us on this Monday morning. A little rainy out there. And uh, I was bummed because, of course, I washed my car on Saturday. Oh. And I seriously <laughs> thought, I'm like, can I do the show from the house today so I don't have to take my car out of the garage? I really thought about that long and hard. I was like, do I have my equipment still from when we did the home shows? And I was like, I do. Oh. Should I do it? And I was like, no, no one's going to buy calling in remotely because you don't want to get your car dirty. So hence, I backed out and boom, there it was. I was like bummed. But we can feel the pain. We can feel the pain. Ugh. Especially when and Saturday, with the, the weather was perfect. Nice, you know, beautiful day. Get the car wash, all is well. Sunday, for the most part, yesterday was great too. And all of a sudden, this garbage comes in. You got to deal with that. I think... We would have understood if you can call. How do you look? How do you put it out? Call out. Calling car wash. Call in, call in. I just got my car washed. I'm not ready to drive it in the rain. Oh, I was. Oh, that's the worst. That, I, we get that. We get that. Pain. I was getting ready for the show this morning. I heard the raindrops. I'm like, okay, hopefully by the time I leave, it'll have passed. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And when I was getting my coffee ready downstairs, I did not hear raindrops anymore. I'm like, sweet. So I back out, and then it like I'm fine for like. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I start driving down the street and then I see the little all over my windshield. I'm like, oh, why? Why? But anyway, first world problems. Not going to not gonna dwell on it. How you doing this morning? Good, good. It was, uh, I mentioned Friday going into the weekend. It was going to be a low-key, quiet weekend. Get stuff done around the house. Laura's out of town. It turned out to be the complete opposite. Last minute trip to, to San Diego. Um, I'll get into it maybe more details later on. But um, so Laura, she was out in San Diego for in Del Mar for a horse show. She fell off her horse Thursday afternoon and was she was banged up sore and but she felt like everything was gonna be fine. Uh, Friday morning she did her warm ups and everything, and then uh, it was Friday afternoon about three thirty four o'clock. She's getting ready to compete and she's warming up again and she just didn't feel right and she gets off the horse and she faints. So it turns she out she actually fainted. Fainted, yeah. She got. Oh no! She fainted out there. She fainted. Came to with the EMTs around her, um, you know, checking her vitals and everything. Turns out she has a concussion. So she went to the hospital, CAT scan, this whole thing Friday night. The plan was uh, I was probably going to fly out there Sunday, drive her back. She was definitely going to stay through till Sunday because that was the original plan to come back. She said, listen, I'm going to hang out here at the hotel on Saturday, you know, go watch some of the horse stuff, hang out with some friends and stuff, and then uh, come back on Sunday. 
Saturday morning, I wake up and she's like, I'm driving home today. I'm like, you're not driving home today. Uh Uh-uh. She's like, well, I don't don't want to be here. I I want to come home. So like, all right, let me fly out uh, today. And so Saturday morning, it was like six o'clock. I jumped online, booked a ticket, went to the airport, flew out to San Diego, Ubered it to Del Mar, jumped in her car and drove her home. Saturday oh my afternoon. gosh, you guys didn't even you didn't even stay like and have lunch or anything. No, I, I landed at like ten thirty. Ubered to the show grounds and uh, she was ready to go. So I, so I got and so was I. So I just got in her car, picked up some lunch for the road trip back, and drove back all day. Saturday. Oh my gosh, you should have made a day out of it, or at least uh, tried to enjoy the weekend. You literally were there for like five minutes. Well, she wanted to get out. She had a concussion. Yeah, but I I thought maybe with you there that maybe things would be better. Like she. Feel better, maybe just to have you by her side. Maybe that would help things a little bit. Well, the, the end we have the dogs and everything too. So I flew out. I left the dogs at the house. Put the key out back. Texted some friends. I'm like, hey, hopefully you can swing by and let the dogs out. I gotta head out of town. So it, it worked out well. She wanted to get back on Saturday night, so we got back, and it was actually a really nice drive back. The weather was perfect. I love those long drives, and she's still dealing with a lot of concussion stuff. But it was, uh, we were happy to get her back on Saturday. Well, that's good. I'm glad she's okay. I'm really sorry that happened. That's that's awful. Gosh, she didn't break anything. No, no. And that's the thing. She fell off on Thursday and her leg was super, super sore and nothing was broken. But that was like the focus Thursday night. She's like, oh, my leg is so sore. She's like, it, hurt, it hurts to kind of walk. And then Friday morning she woke up and it was still she was kind of still tender, her leg. But it turns out her leg was nothing. It was a concussion that she was dealing with. Man, I feel like a jerk for complaining about my car. <laughs> oh, I saw my, After my... that, dang, I feel like a, such a jerk. I feel so bad for what you guys had to go through. I am in complete shock. That is that is scary stuff. Oh, yeah, certainly was scary, but uh, don't feel bad because Sunday I was thinking of the same thing. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> my car is dirty. I'm going to wash. nothing compared to I'm what? Jeez. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wash my car oh, on Sunday. My I'm gosh. thinking the same thing. And then I was talking to a friend of ours at the uh, at the, at the the ranch, and she's like, I'm, I'm, she's like, I mentioned rain. Like, it's not. Gonna, it's not going to rain tonight. It's going to be windy. I'm like, gosh, oh, should I get my car washed? Poor mm. thing. I, I'm. Let's not even talk about that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just. I feel like the biggest jerk right now. No, don't. I, I'm glad she's doing better. I'm so sorry that happened. That is absolutely awful. Um. Hopefully, yeah. This uh, week gives her some recovery time. And uh, man, I just. I don't even know what to say. I'm at a complete loss for. Is that on your topic sheet this morning? Yeah, yeah. Because I have not read it oh, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is yeah. why this is a com- all well, a complete shock to me. I had no idea. This happened. People are like, uh, I did some pictures from San Diego. Like, you were in San Diego. I'm like, I wasn't planning on going to San Diego. That was San Diego was not in the cards this weekend. I must have missed that. I didn't. I didn't even know you even went. I thought it was your low key weekend. I had no. <laughs> oh, clue. same here. Saturday, <laughs> it's so funny because you know Saturday, Friday night she was out of it, and you know she got back from the hospital. I'm like, let's just go back to your hotel. A girlfriend took the hospital. I'm like, just just let's go to bed, sleep. Get some rest. We'll figure out Saturday what to do on Sunday. So still, I'm going to bed Friday night, waking up Saturday morning. I got my Saturday. I can get stuff done. I'm sitting there eating my breakfast, drinking my coffee. And I'm like, ah, I need to fly to San Diego right yeah, now. Yeah, that, that's a rough one, man. I'm really sorry you guys went through that. I hope everything gets better. Um, wow. So, yeah, that's a that's a way to start the show. I am just in complete, like, I'm never at a loss for words, and I'm at a complete loss for words. So let's do this. Let's start the show with the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear What's On Your Mind by Information Society? I want to know what you're thinking. Try Again by Aaliyah. Dust yourself off and try again. 
Or do you want to hear Santa Monica by Everclear? We can live inside the ocean. the Swim out past the Get your votes in now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt. On Mix 94.1. What do you think about this? So ABC has parted ways with Good Morning America co-hosts Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. So let's go back. It came to light back in October, November that the two were having an affair. But at that point, everyone at ABC knew and they were both in the process of getting a divorce. It just came to the light of the public eye back then. And at first, ABC seemed cool with everything. But then the two were removed from the air back in December. Well, now they're out, and a statement from the network says, We all agreed it's best for everyone that they move on from ABC News. Now, TMZ sources say this was, they're calling it a witch hunt when it comes to getting them out. They say one of the accusations is that Amy had liquor in her dressing room, which the ABC folks said was a violation of policy. Now, one source called the accusation ridiculous, noting that some of the bottles that she had in her office were sent from ABC News executives. And then there's another accusation was that Amy went to the college football national championship game a year ago. And they say she came to work next day. She was drunk. But sources say that she was just that's insane that she was just tired that she wasn't drunk. And then ABC also made it clear that their behavior on set was uncomfortable for some ABC staff. It's yeah, and it sounds like he had some transgressions also in That's his right, yeah. background too. So I don't know, maybe it's for the best. But I, if if it's just those things for her, it seems a bit unfair. I don't know. They are getting, uh, they say they are getting compensated. They're not just uh, leaving empty-handed. There's a compensation package, but still, the whole thing is just bizarre too. Especially back in December when when ABC said, or, you know, November, everything's cool, we're fine. And next thing you know, they're off the air. It's been raining a lot in LA lately, but when you're rich. That's not much of a concern. So a few weeks ago, pictures emerged of Kendall Jenner out in the rain, staying dry by having some guy walk alongside her, holding an umbrella over her head. Now, the umbrella was only big enough to shield her from the rain, so the guy was soaking wet. So the internet, they, they let Kendall have it, but she just posted pictures on her Instagram story where she's walking in the rain, carrying her own umbrella. Uh, well, you know, being a gentleman, I guess. Or do you think it's a gentleman? The guy was just like a paid umbrella holder. I don't know. I, either way, I'm sure he was compensated nicely. Yeah. So I wonder how much the umbrella holder for Kendall Jenner gets paid. Leno is having a tough go at it. So remember he lit his face on fire while working on that car back in November? Yes. He was in the hospital. It was a whole thing. Well, Leno recently found himself back in the hospital following a motorcycle accident. So he did an interview last week where he said, I got knocked off my motorcycle. I got a broken collarbone, two broken ribs, two cra- two cracked kneecaps, but he says he's doing fine, that he's actually working right now. He's like the invincible man. They, they th- he should be a stunt man because he just uh, can survive all these crazy things. It's nuts. So this happened on January 17th. He was driving his 1940 Indian motorcycle, and then he cut through a parking lot, but someone had strung a wire across the lot without any warning flags. So Jay drove into it and was clotheslined off his motorcycle. Wow, that's scary. Um, let's see here. Oh, UNLV beating Reno, beating Nevada. Both the guys and the ladies won this past weekend. Oh, good news there. I love that. I'm happy. 
Indeed. I need to take a sip of my tea. <laughs> Buy me some time. I want you to say more. Say take a sip of my tea. I don't know what else to say. Uh, yay. Yay, you and LV. All right, I'll break it down some more. So the men's basketball team defe- defeated Nevada on Saturday. This was huge, 68-62. to 62. And then the ladies, they won on Saturday as well. It was the first ever sellout at Cox Pavilion. The final was 80-57. to 57. The ladies are 20-2 and two right now in the season, 10-0 and 0 in the conference. They've won 11 games straight, and they're number one in the Mountain West Conference. But still not nationally ranked. I just checked. Not nationally ranked. Ah, well, well, maybe maybe at some point they will be. I and mean, I, this is just a total lack of respect, but, you know, who, who am I to say that? Oh, it completely is. I don't think the rankings have come out yet, though. The ones I looked at, I think, I think are from last week. If they're not ranked in the top 25, it's insanity. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then, uh, oh, last one here. The AARP, American Association for Retired Persons, held their annual Movies for Grown-Ups Awards on Saturday. So this is like their Oscars that they did. Best Picture, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, wow. Well, if it's good enough for AARP, it's good enough for the Oscars. Right? And then have you ever seen this one, Best TV Series, called The Old Man? No, I've never even heard of it. How fitting that The Old Man won Best TV Series for the AARP (laughs) Awards. Never heard of that. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1770. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday, January 79th. It's the longest month. It's actually January 30th, but who's counting? (sighs) It is, uh, yeah, we are... Still in January, just a couple more days, and then we finally move on. But yes, we're uh, happy to be here, happy to have you joining us here on a little sprinkly Monday morning. How you doing? I'm good. I was mentioning earlier how to fly out to San Diego last minute to get Laura. She had a concussion from falling off her horse. It was a whole thing. But um, it, it, on last weekend, it was Wednesday or Thursday, I was telling you how Southwest, with that whole cancellation debacle, they gave uh, everyone 25,000 points. And I got the email like a couple weeks ago, thought nothing of it. And you mentioned on Thursday morning, I think it was, hey, you should jump on there and accept them before they go away. And it's like Thursday afternoon. I'm like, you know, Mercedes is right. So I jump on to my Southwest West account and they're there and you have to accept this whole thing and everything. And it's like, after you do it, it says it'll take 24 hours for these points to register on your account. I'm like, cool, golden. So I did that Thursday. Sure enough, the points come through Friday night. Boom, use those points Saturday morning. But worked out perfectly. It did. Glad to hear it. It did. It was nice. I'm like, if I didn't have those points, I would have an expensive flight out to San Diego. Yeah, last minute probably would not have been uh, too cheap. It's nice to have those quick ones, though. But yeah, that's uh, those last minute flights do get a little bit pricey. The day of flights. How are you doing over there? How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Not as uh, chaotic as yours. Uh, Friday, I had a remote at Silver State Schools Credit Union, and we had a really good time out there. Um and then that night I was all prepared to just go home and chill. My husband had a friend in town and uh, I got home from there and I'm getting ready to watch my show Alchemy of Souls and I'm so excited to watch it. And then my husband's like, uh, want to go out to dinner? And I was like, what happened? And he's like, I'm literally like getting ready to put on my pajamas. And he's like, um, his friend canceled. There was an issue of him getting into town and it was going to be late and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, He's like, you want to go to dinner? And I was like, uh, not 
really but um yeah sure <laughs> so i had to go get dressed and then we went out to dinner and it was actually really nice but it was just kind of like a last minute thing like oh because he had the reservation and it was by our house so it was fine but i was i was not expecting that that was for sure oh so you, this was the reservation you had for him and his friend yeah you they were in? gonna they were gonna meet for dinner <laughs> and so i i jumped in and i was like should i get dressed up like i wasn't i just wasn't planning to go and so i just threw on some pants and a shirt and i'm like oh hopefully i won't see anyone of course i saw everyone everyone oh, sure, i was just yeah, like uh-huh. <laughs> when i just i was like what i was not mentally prepared for this but anyway we we did have a nice dinner and it was nice to you know spend some time together and and just you know kind of talk and and so that was uh that was saturday and then a lot of football yesterday that was for sure so, but the, back to your last minute dinner it was a situation where you're, you're like in your cozy clothes on the couch ready to just like do your own thing i was in my remote clothes that i just come back uh-huh. from and I was headed upstairs and I was literally like on the land that our stairs go like up landing up landing up and I was on the second landing going up and he's like hey I'm like yeah he's like want to go to dinner I'm like what what happened to so-and-so and he's like I don't think he's gonna be here till late he's not gonna be able to make it I'm like Okay, and I was like, <laughs> not expecting this. <laughs> that is the you're in that mindset of relax, chill, all to be well. What? Huh? I didn't hear you. I, I, in, I the didn't end, hear I'm, in the end, I'm glad I went. Yeah, but you I was out definitely yeah. not expecting it. So yeah, it was a it was a good dinner. It was yeah, just so funny because the second I walked in, I saw someone I knew. Talked to them. Walked just started walking to the and I feel so bad because the host walking us to our table has to stop there while you're like hi mm. and I go if you just want to point to where the table. Liz, uh, we can go. He's like, no, it's no problem. I'll stay. I'll wait. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Uh, and I'm like, well, we're going to go. And he, they're like, oh, okay, see you later. So we start walking. And then I see someone else I know. I'm like, oh, my God. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Where's our table? He's like, it's no problem. It's no problem. So we finally made it to our table. I'm like, I am so sorry. He goes, it happens all the time. Don't even worry about it. I was just like, that poor guy's just standing there like, you know. <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty funny. How was the llama at the, uh, at the, at the Silver State School? Credit Union on Friday with Dolly that llama. Yeah, llama. was she out there? How was she? She had a, she had an attitude with me. Did she's, she really? She's loved me before, and uh, this time she was not as happy to see me. I was kind of surprised, and I was talking to her handler, and she's like, "Yeah, she's a little tired. Here, here." And she gave me some food. She's like, "Give her this. She'll like you." So I gave her the the food, and then all of a sudden she was my friend again, and I was like, "Ah, I just feel so used. I feel so used by this llama." <laughs> Win him over with treats. That's what you got to do. Yeah, you but, know, the other day if she loves you, she loves you. That Dolly was the hit of the of the remote man people were so excited to see her and it was a good time we had a nice time there's always an event when you're out there i I gotta meet this llama at some (laughs) point she sounds really cool hey monday morning we have a great prize for you in the eight o'clock hour so the eight o'clock hour heads up we're doing that right around 8 25 tickets for you to go see usher uh over at park mgm so that happens in the eight o'clock hour and then up next is what's trending what do you got for us the super bowl is set a big grammy performance announced and churros coming to an ice cream shop near you we'll explain coming up next in what's trending 
probably trending already. We're trending now. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Eagles and Chiefs are trending this morning. The stage is set for Super Bowl 57. It is the Philadelphia Eagles facing the Kansas City Chiefs when they meet in two weeks. Yesterday, the Eagles ran over the 49ers 31-7 to to punch their ticket. The later game was more competitive with the Chiefs beating the Bengals by just a field goal, 23-20. to The game's going to be held at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona on February 12th. The Chiefs open as favorites, slight favorites. They're 2-2 two and two in previous Super Bowl appearances and the Eagles have been to the big game three times. They only won once against the Patriots in Super Bowl 52. Chris Stapleton will be singing the national anthem while Rihanna will be the halftime performer. Should be interesting. Andy Reid, former coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, got two brothers playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Do you have a favorite going into the game? Are you going to be rooting for a particular team? I I have no interest in this one, and no offense to Eagles or Chiefs fans. I I, I actually am very happy for you guys to have your team in there, but it's like these are two teams that I care nothing about. If the Bengals were there, I like I was, and please, Chiefs fans, I'm I'm not like saying bad things about your team, but I just I don't know why I felt like the Bengals would have been something that would have kept my interest, but I'm not really interested in this. I'm rooting for, you know, Dallas Cowboys fan. I'd love to see Dallas in there, but since Dallas is not there, I'd like to see the Eagles win for for my family and friends that are Eagles fans. Dallas has no chance of winning the Super Bowl, so the Eagles are in there. I'd like to see them win this one because I always see my mom and family members and friends back in Philly get to see their team win. I'll be excited for them to see them win. Yeah, I'm excited for anyone to win, but it's not going to be me. <laughs> uh, Harry Styles is trending this morning. He is the newest performer confirmed to take the stage at the Grammys on Sunday. They made the announcement during last night's AFC Championship game. He's going to be joining performers like Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, Randy Carlyle, Lizzo, and Sam Smith. Other performers like Luke Combs, Steve Lacey, and Pe- Kim Petras will be there. Harry is nominated for six Grammys this year, including Record of the Year, Album of the Year, and Song of the Year. And he just wrapped up his uh, world residency in L.A. last night at the Kia Forum. So he's uh, he's going to be back on the stage here in less than a week. So that'll be exciting. There's uh, rumors floating around that he might get a residency at that MSG Sphere as well. Oh, nice. They're saying cool. $40 million. There's the, the rumored U2 to open it. But then a story broke this week about Harry Styles. How crazy would that be if Harry Styles had a residency here in Las Vegas? That'd be great. Finally this morning, Dairy Queen is trending. If you are a churro lover, listen up. According to a leak, the churro dipped cone is making its way back to Dairy Queen. I didn't know it was ever a thing. I, this is the first I've ever heard of it. The cone features their vanilla soft serve dipped in churro flavored crunchy coating, and then sprinkled with cinnamon sugar. I guess this was uh, really popular when it was out before, so people are kind of going crazy about this leak. It's expected to hit menus nationwide in the middle of next month, and that is what's trending. Some scary stuff over the weekend for you, it sounds like. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, Has anyone ever fainted? Have you ever fainted before? Nope. Never fainted. Has any, I have not. Anyone ever fainted? And, and what was the situation? Where did you faint? What happened? So I mentioned it earlier in the pre-show. Uh, Laura's at a horse show last week in Del Mar. And Thursday afternoon, she had a fall. And uh, it was a pretty hard fall. But nothing was broken. And she, her leg was really sore after the fact. And um, that was kind of like the focus. And so um, the Friday morning, she wakes up. Leg's still a little sore. She does her warm-up stuff in the morning. Everything is fine. She's supposed to compete about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And she's doing like her final prep warm-up with her horse before she goes out for the competition. And um, 
I guess it just at some point she started feeling lightheaded. She said the last thing she remembers is unclipping because you wear an air vest. When you jump horses, she unclipped her air vest. She goes to get off the horse. She says, next thing I remember, she's on the ground and she's surrounded by EMTs. She went down. Turns out she has a concussion. She's pushing herself too much. And that's the reason that, that she fainted. But that's the first time she's ever fainted. She said, it was so weird because she's like, remember, I remember being out there warming up, unbuckling. And the next thing you know, boom, I'm surrounded by EMTs. That's so scary. I'm glad she's doing okay. But yeah, I've, I've never experienced that before. I've got lightheaded before, but never just actually lost consciousness and fallen. Did she Did she hurt herself when she fainted? No, no, nothing from the faint. And they did they did all the tests and everything. And, and, um, and that's when they realized that this is, I think you're dealing with a concussion. Sent her to the hospital. She got to the hospital, did a CAT scan and everything was fine after that. But yeah, nothing, nothing happened from the fainting. It was the fall the day prior that led up to the fainting on Friday. That's, uh, that's just terrifying. Well, has that ever happened where you just completely lost consciousness and, and fainted somewhere? And, and what happened? What, what did you wake up to? Uh, Steph, have you ever fainted anywhere? I have not fainted. I felt like I've almost fainted, but I do remember a specific memory when I was in elementary school. We would do our little lines in in school, and uh, we would stand in line, and we all go to the bathroom together, and everyone would um, stand by this vending machine. And I remember it was a really hot, warm day, and one of my friends, her name was Carolina, Carolina fainted, and she was a really tall kid. She was really, she fainted on the vending machine where she also got a mini concussion. I will never forget that day because all of my friends were worried about her. And I guess because it was so hot, she was dehydrated and she passed out. The EMT came and I remember specifically like, Mom, Carolina fainted today. Her mom came. All the parents were worried. She came. I think she took the day off the next day. But the uh, two days later, we were just always very concerned about her. And they made sure that we were very hydrated on warm days. Yeah, that's important. I mean, it, it could happen just in the blink of an eye especially like here in las vegas it being so hot you just don't even realize that oh i haven't had anything to drink at all today that that might be a, a big mistake oh yeah that'll catch up on you and, it, and that's a scary call to get when she so she called me she's and when they start with the words like everything's gonna be fine but it's like oh no your your heart kind of stops and she says i just fainted You're like what you just fainted what's going on and then you realize what's happening and that's just that's just that's a scary phone call to get but then you start like going through your mind it's like okay Thankfully, it's not, you don't you don't want her to faint, but what if she were to faint when she's out there on the horse, like about to do a jump or running at full speed, galloping mm-hmm. on the horse really fast? I'm like, it's kind of a blessing that you fainted while the horse was standing still and you kind of felt something coming where we were able to get off the horse and just fall to the ground. Very sad to say that, but it could have been so much worse if you were out there ready to mid jump and then you faint or something beforehand. It could have been awful over the weekend. Yeah, so definitely count your blessings on that and make and and I'm glad that she's doing okay and and everyone is is better. That's just a really scary thing to have to go through. Didn't Matt faint recently or in the past couple months? Um I'm trying to think. Was he getting uh, blood work done or something? And Oh, yeah. When he was, uh, yeah, I wasn't there, though, so I didn't see it. But, yeah, he did faint when he was, uh, he had to do some blood work. And, and they uh, they were taking the blood, and I guess he got really hot. And he says he just blacked out, and he woke up, and the paramedics were there. And, yeah, he did faint. I forgot about that. It's scary how it just, it just, it just happens. It overtakes you. Yeah. I'm nothing that you can control, so... So happy she's doing better, and, and uh, dang, that's a, that's a scary thing. We got the uh, Hot 3 coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk about uh, TikTok. 
The CEO of TikTok is going to testify in a House committee hearing today. We're going to talk about why this is happening and should you delete the app off of your phone. Also, what are the worst jobs to have? Oh, and how many of you are still living off your parents, at least in some way? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so the CEO of TikTok will testify before Congress in March. Shuzi Chu will go behind uh, before the House Energy and Commerce Committee on March 23rd. Chairman Kathy McMorris-Rogers says the hearing is going to cover various things like consumer privacy and data security. TikTok's owned by the Chinese company ByteDance. And McMorris-Rogers says TikTok has knowingly allowed the ability for the Chinese communist Communist Party to access American user data. TikTok said on Friday um, calls for bans, total bans of TikTok take a piecemeal approach to national security and a piecemeal approach to broad industry issues like data security, privacy, and online harms. We had a conversation with our boss about this on, on Friday about TikTok and the dangers of TikTok and he was saying how if uh, if we ever go to war, let's say with China, they have the power through TikTok to go through our phones and and wipe out our banking accounts and shut down anything that's uh, attached to our phone if TikTok is on your device. Does any of that stuff scare you? Are you still TikToking? Does that change your mindset at all? I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like, well, what can I do now? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if they already have it, it's like, oh, well, what do I do? I can't make them unhave it. So, yeah, I just I still keep it. But, yeah, I'm definitely uneasy about that for sure i wish i would have known that before i downloaded it yeah because you told us this when we first started tiktoking back in the day i was th- the same thing i was th- thinking over the weekend i do some tiktoks and uh i'm on the app but like i feel like my information is already out there if someone wants it they're gonna find it so keep tiktoking but it, i think he was alluding to it being more than that that they if you do your banking on your thing you they can get into your accounts and deplete your accounts like stuff like that that's that's a little more than, you know, having my email address, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you were saying, yeah, they, they can be able to come in and wipe everything out of your, whatever you have access to it, your friend's accounts that you had emailed to, they can access everything in your phone. So he was saying to delete the app and get a new phone and don't put TikTok on that phone and then you'll be safe. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of scary. So we'll see what happens with that. A new report out ranks over 200 careers on the overall quality of their work environment, the amount of stress. The occupational outlook and the income. And here are the careers that ranked the worst. This is according to careercast.com. The worst drives, according to this, uh, the worst, uh, sorry, the worst um, jobs, according to the survey, are taxi driver, logger, newspaper reporter, retail salesperson, enlisted military member, corrections officer, and on-air personality of all those careers. (laughs) Those are the worst. Again, it's based on the stress, the work environment, the income, the occupational outlook. So if you're in one of those, same. (laughs) We'll just be sad together. We'll start an alliance here. Taxi cab drivers, what was it? Loggers, we didn't hear as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Newspaper reporters, we'll start a a support group for each other, being in this category of bad careers. Yeah, sounds like we're going to need it. Finally, this morning, if you are wondering... If kids are learning enough about money, just ask them if they think it is financially responsible to remain on their parents' cell phone plan. And that goes for more than just kids. In a new survey, 85% of adults of all ages see themselves 
as financially responsible when it comes to things like credit scores or savings. But 50% say they struggle with unnecessary spending or unbudgeted expenses. And 40% struggle to remember to pay bills on time. And they're, they're not even paying all their own bills. 35% of adults admit that their parents are paying or contributing to at least one of their bills. 19% of them say their parents help cover their rent. 19% say they chip in for their groceries. And 16% say they help with the utilities. Now, they didn't break it down by age, but naturally, the blame probably skews more towards younger adults. 24% of millennials say that their parents cover their rent. And roughly, millennials are between the ages of 26 and 41. So it's probably even higher for Gen Z, I'm guessing, on that one. I remember when I turned 25, my parents say, hey, happy 25th birthday. Yeah, thank you. You have to get insurance now. Huh? What? I'm not covered through you guys anymore. Those expenses pop up throughout life. Yeah, they do. I mean, I know my brother is on my mom's cell phone plan, but actually, technically, she's on his cell phone plan. He opened it, and they just were like, it's cheaper if we just add a line mm-hmm. and you jump on it. So. I think it's uh, the opposite approach. My mom is uh, leeching off my brother for the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Flip it right there. Every morning we do our 7 a.m. social club. We'll be live from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. on YouTube and Facebook. You can watch us in studio, have conversations with us. That'll start here in just about nine minutes. It's Mix 94.1. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, so the CEO of TikTok will testify before Congress in March. Shuzi Chu will go behind uh, before the House Energy and Commerce Committee on March 23rd. Chairman Kathy McMorris-Rogers says the hearing is going to cover various things like consumer privacy and data security. TikTok's owned by the Chinese company ByteDance. And McMorris-Rogers says TikTok has knowingly allowed the ability for the Chinese communist Communist Party to access American user data. TikTok said on Friday um, calls for bans, total bans of TikTok take a piecemeal approach to national security and a piecemeal approach to broad industry issues like data security, privacy, and online harms. We had a conversation with our boss about this on on Friday about TikTok and the dangers of TikTok, and he was saying how if uh, if we ever go to war, let's say with China, they have the power through TikTok to go through our phones and and wipe out our banking accounts and shut down anything that's uh, attached to our phone if TikTok is on your device. Does any of that stuff scare you? Are you still TikToking? Does that change your mindset at all? I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like, well, what can I do now? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if they already have it, it's like, oh, well, what do I do? I can't make them unhave it. So, yeah, I just I still keep it. But, yeah, I'm definitely uneasy about that for sure i wish i would have known that before i downloaded it yeah can you tell us this we first started tiktoking back in the day i was th- the same thing i was th- thinking over the weekend i do some tiktoks and uh i'm on the app but i feel like my information is already out there if someone wants it they're gonna find it so keep tiktoking but it, i think he was alluding to it being more than that that they if you do your banking on your thing you they can get into your accounts and deplete your accounts like stuff like that that's that's a little more than, you know, having my email address. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you were saying, yeah, they, they can be able to come in and wipe everything out of your, whatever you have access to it, your friends' accounts that you had emailed to, they can access everything in your phone. So he was saying to delete the app and get a new phone and don't put TikTok on that phone and then you'll be safe. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of scary. So we'll see what happens with that. A new report out ranks... Over 200 careers on the overall quality of their work environment, the amount of stress, the occupational outlook, and the income. And here are the careers that ranked the worst. This is according to CareerCast.com. The worst drives, according to this, uh, the worst, uh, sorry, the worst um, jobs, according to the survey, are taxi driver, logger, newspaper reporter, retail salesperson, Enlisted military member, corrections officer, and on-air personality. Of all those careers, (laughs) those are the worst. Again, it's based on the stress, the work environment, the income, the occupational outlook. So if you're in one of those, same (laughs) <laughs> we'll just be sad together. We'll start an alliance here. Taxi cab drivers, what was it, loggers we didn't hear as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, newspaper reporters, we'll start a, little, uh, a support group for each other, being in this category sounds, of bad careers. Yeah, sounds like we're going to need it. Finally, this morning, if you are wondering if kids are learning enough about money, just ask them if they think it is financially responsible to remain on their parents' cell phone plan. And that goes for more than just kids. In a new survey, 85% of adults of all ages see themselves as financially responsible when it comes to things like credit scores or savings. But 50% say they struggle with unnecessary spending or unbudgeted expenses. And 40% struggle to remember to pay bills on time. And they're, they're not even paying all their own bills 
35% of adults admit that their parents are paying or contributing to at least one of their bills. 19% of them say their parents help cover their rent. 19% say they chip in for their groceries. And 16% say they help with the utilities. Now, they didn't break it down by age, but naturally, the blame probably skews more towards younger adults. 24% of millennials say that their parents cover their rent. And roughly, millennials are between the ages of 26 and 41. So it's probably even higher for Gen Z, I'm guessing, on that one. I remember when I turned 25, my parents, hey, happy 25th birthday. Yeah, thank you. You have to get insurance now. Huh? What? I'm not covered through you guys anymore. Those expenses pop up throughout life. Yeah, they do. I mean, I know my brother is on my mom's cell phone plan, but actually, technically, she's on his cell phone plan. He opened it, and they just were like, it's cheaper if we just add a line Mm -hmm. and you jump on it. So... I think it's uh, the opposite approach. My mom is uh, leeching off my brother for the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Flip it right there. Every morning we do our 7 a.m. social club. We'll be live from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. on YouTube and Facebook. You can watch us in studio, have conversations with us. That'll start here in just about nine minutes. It's Mix 94.1. The 7 a.m. social is on now. We are live streaming on YouTube and also on Facebook. If you like, subscribe. You can check it out. You can uh, comment on anything. We love to hear from you. The next hour will be on during commercials, during songs, and during our live break. So we would love for you to join the party. I was talking to my daughter who is uh, who just started back at school, at college, and she was telling me about some of her classes, her new classes, and one of her classes, she was she made the comment. She goes, "Oh, my professor is a total millennial," and I was like, "Oh, really? How so?" And she's like, "I looked at her Instagram, and it's like such a millennial Instagram. I'm like, what's that?" So she gave me her name, and I started looking at it. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's like aesthetics. It's like everything. Like post photos. I'm like, that's your professor." And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "She looks cool. I like her." And she's like, "She was totally." Cool. She was, you know, she they were talking about what they're going to learn in this, you know, next semester and all sorts of stuff. So I was, uh, I was kind of going through her Instagram, just checking out who this lady is, and it was funny because um, one of her on her bio it says something like so into disco music or something like that, and I'm like, wow, she's into disco music. So I don't know why, but the. I was like, I, gosh, I haven't listened to anything disco forever. That was kind of like my mom's thing. Um, my dad loved like Donna Summer. He loved her. I just remember listening to Donna Summer. Yes. He was such a fan. I don't know if you, like this song would be considered her disco, but some of her other like stuff. And so I was kind of like, I want to listen to some disco. So I look for like disco playlists and I'm like, what? Maybe, maybe this professor is on to something. What do you think is completely underrated? We talk about overrated things all the time, but what do you think is really underrated? 702-364-9400. So I started listening to this playlist. I'm like, this is kind of cool. It's been a while. There's some pretty good disco songs out there. Is there something that you think is like really underrated? 
Like disco music. <laughs> well, could disco be making a resurgence? Because everything is cyclical, and I think 80s music had a, a solid run there a couple years ago. If like 90s music has come back, we haven't seen a resurgence in disco music. I, I don't, can't remember when we had one. So we, is it just like we are due? Like the universe is saying, it is now time for this music to come back out on the scene. I, I got to say, this professor seemed pretty cool, and uh, the fact that she was into it. And so, yeah, I just started listening to some disco music. I'm like, wow, this is this is pretty good. It's underrated. What else? What is something completely underrated? 702-364-9400. I got one, but hear me out for a second before I say it, because um, I'm going to say BTS and the whole K-pop thing. Because if you didn't introduce me to the whole K-pop scene and BTS and someone said you should check out K-pop, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. But the more you talk about it, I hear the passion you have for it, the passion you and your daughters have for it. I'm like, I'm digging this. So I mean, I know they're one of the biggest bands in the world. They have a huge following. But I say, I think there's a an audience out there that hasn't given K-pop music the appreciation it's due or given it time to listen to it to appreciate what, what it is. I appreciate that. I think that on that same note, the K-pop, like the fandoms, the, the stands, you know, like the the BTS Army or, you know, the Onces for Twice and um, the Blinks for Blackpink, like they're just so passionate. I love like the passion and I don't see that passion for other groups like there there's passion but not that level of it so it's kind of cool so I, I I dig that one I like that it's uh and I love I love seeing I may not be into something but if someone is passionate about something I get into other people being passionate about something so when I hear about that what are the black pinks called the pinkers the blinks the blinks the blinks uh I get excited there's a fan group known as the blinks and same with you and Sophie when you guys did the four concerts the BTS was here I'm like that is so cool. That's your thing you're into. You're passionate about it. Look at you doing your passion. That excites me. So if you're listening right now and you're like, K-pop, eh, give it, a, give it a chance. Ch- check out the scene. Yeah, there's like, and there's so many other groups too. Like, you know, there's just the variety is out there. Um, we're getting some texts here. What do you think is completely underrated? Uh, I don't know if we have this, but this text says from Aaron, Credence Clearwater. Yeah, CCR. I feel like we were just talking we about were. them the other day, but this she says before my time, but absolutely love them. Uh, we were just talking about it with your daughter Sophie. We were having a quiz about. Uh, here's some CCR. John Fogarty. It was the YouTube game where I was giving YouTube videos and you had to guess which video had the most views. Oh, okay. And it was uh, CCR's Fortunate Son or Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. And CCR, like, blew out Born in the USA. I forget the amount of views it had, but that's why we were just talking about it. This one says freestyle music, like TKA, Noel. Oh, I feel like I, I, I've heard Noel before. Do we have Noel? It's, that's, that's like that. Do, 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 do. Oh, what is that? Oh, my gosh. I, I totally know what you're talking about. Um, Butch says pop punk is underrated. Fun pop songs with just a bit of an edge. And I love K-pop, a good blend of English and Korean lyrics and good hooks and lots of songs. Uh, Vital Vicious says my daughter is obsessed with K-pop. Stray Kids being her favorite. Uh, this text says I honestly do not understand K-pop. Their music does nothing to me. I don't get it. It's so funny because you're going to get passion on both sides. Because the, the haters hate 
and they will let you know that they hate. Why do they gotta, why the haters got to be so? I why, don't know. Why the K-pop haters got to be as passionate as the K-pop lovers? Like we're not gonna get any text that's like, I do not understand CCR. I do not understand them. They are ter- like, we're not gonna get those. John Fogarty, what is he no, doing singing about being we, a fortunate son? We won't son? get those hating uh, comments, but we no Donna Summer hating comments. No, but we will get the K-pop <laughs> ones. I just I don't get it. It really makes me sad to see that much hate. It is sad. <laughs> Give it a chance. Give it a listen. You don't have to even listen. Don't even listen, but you don't have to hate something you don't know anything about. Yeah, you see something don't like, you jump yeah, in and just say just how much you hate it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I don't like that. Let me jump in this here and pile on top of you right now. Oh, God. Well, we'll see if uh, if, if uh, disco music makes a huge resurgence. And... I'm, I'm going to bet on the professor on this one. I'm going to bet on her. Let's I think get she's, in on the, right she's the trendsetter on this one. Mercedes in the morning disco night coming in April. Uh, we have a lot to come, including don't forget next hour. We got tickets for you to go see Usher. Be here at 825 for those tickets. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, the latest rumor is that Harry Styles might be getting a Las Vegas residency at the MSG Sphere, which is slated to open later on this year. Where's my Harry Styles? So U2 is rumored to open the joint with a residency. And according to Johnny Katz and a bunch of other online sites, they're looking for other big names to follow. One of them could be Harry Styles. And they're saying money around reported $40 million for Harry Styles. That would just sell out so fast. I'm texting that to my daughter, who's the biggest Harry Styles fan and when she wakes up, it'll be the first thing she sees. She's going to freak out. That's a great way to start the morning. Other names, they said they want to have like four big names, according to Johnny Katz and others. So you two, Harry Styles, other names that are being talked about for residency. Sing us a song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Billy Joel and then... Bon Jovi. Very huge names, very big, but I feel like the Harry Styles one would just be massive. Oh my gosh, colossal if that happened. ABC has parted ways with Good Morning America co-hosts Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. So if we go back, this the, the whole affair came to light. It was October, November. Um, the two were having an affair, but at that point, everyone at ABC knew, and they were both in the process of, of getting a divorce. They're, they're sniffing at others new. ABC seemed cool with everything at first, but then they were removed from the air back in December. Well, now they're out, and a statement from ABC says, we all agreed it's best for everyone that they move on from ABC News. They are getting compensated, but there's so many different layers into this thing. It just seems odd, the whole thing. Yeah, I I feel like there's some stuff that they're not telling us. I, it just seems really weird that um, they let them both go. Now, I know there's some transgressions that they were dealing with on his end, but it doesn't seem like she did anything wrong. Yeah, Tia's calling it, uh, their sources say it's a witch hunt when it comes to getting them out. They say one of the accusations is that Amy had liquor in her dressing room, which the ABC executives say is a violation of policy. One source called the accusation ridiculous, noting that some of the bottles were sent from ABC executives to her. We have so much alcohol here in our office. We don't drink any of it. It's it's just that, like stuff that's sent to us and 
and things that you just end up in our office, and I, we have nothing to do with it. No. Nothing. It could be a guest that comes on a show, too, maybe on ABC, because they're that, they're that third bonus hour, aren't they, the two of them? Maybe it's a tequila company that's doing, yeah. and they're like, hey, keep this tequila. You throw it in the office, and that's it. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff that's happening there. Katy Perry admits she has one big regret, and that is not working with Billie Eilish when she had the chance. This is a new interview. Katie said she once she was asked to collaborate on Eilish's debut single, Ocean Eyes, but she had no idea who Billie was. Take a listen to this. She sent me an email one time that um, was, hey, check out this new artist. I'd really like us to work with her because she was working with me um, for Unsub. And it was a song called Ocean Eyes, and it was just a blonde girl. And I was like, man, boring. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> favorite Billy song and I'm glad she didn't work with her on it personally. I And just the fact that she's like eh, boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, I don't know. I love Katy Perry's music but sometimes she seems like not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Was this Billy's and her first single she released uh, off the album? That's this is the first song that introduced me to Billy. Um I don't know if this was her first single release. This is a great song. It's my favorite, favorite Billy song. I love it so much. And then you have Katy Perry coming in, laugh right here. Yeah, night. no, 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 no. So I'm glad that didn't work out. <laughs> hey, next hour, you're going to go see Usher. We got your tickets coming up right around 825. You can call us anytime this morning. 702-364-9400 is our number. You can text us at that same number. And coming up next hour, we're going to have tickets for you to see Usher, that is on the way with Heads Up. So this uh, this past weekend on Friday, my my daughter was at downtown Summerlin with her friends. And you know how like the kids all walk around and check things out and see each other and they go eat and stuff. And I was just checking in with her and I was like, everything good? And she's like, yeah, we're just going to go get something to eat at Shake Shack. And she's like on her way there and I can see her on my little find mine walking over there. And so all of a sudden I get this text and it's all caps and it's like, OMG, I'm on the billboard at downtown Summerlin. What? <laughs> Wait, what? And I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, I'm on the billboard. And she takes a picture. She's like, guys, I'm on the big screen at DTS. They do a huge close-up of my face doing archery. <laughs> and she sends us this picture. And it's her face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What is, and, what is going on? And so I'm like, what's what's happening? And so I guess a few months ago at her school, they were like, they asked some of the students like, hey, we're going to do a commercial for the school. Um, would you be in it? And they asked Brooklyn and, and she was like, let me ask my mom. And I was like, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? And she's she found out that she would just be doing archery because she's. She's like Katniss Everdeen. This kid is really good at archery. Oh, that like, she does. It wasn't just like a one-time thing. No, she's into she's it. She's actually really good at it. And so, um, so she, she was like, yeah, I want to do it. And so basically that one day they took him out of class and she just did archery. She just started, you know, shooting arrows at the bullseye and, you know, making a bunch of bullseyes. So she Wait, never, hold on, hold on. okay. Making bullseyes. Yes. I didn't know this about Brooklyn's hidden talent. She's really good at archery. Is she on the archery? Is there an archery team? Is she on it? No, they just did it in PE. Oh, do so they cool. have archery teams here? I don't know. Let's in start high one. school. Let's I'm start just one. curious. Anyway, so she uh, she did that, and we never really thought about it again. That was kind of that. Then she's there, and the commercial has been put together, and the clip of it 
that they use is Brooklyn hitting a bullseye. <laughs> like, so we went there Saturday night. I'm like, I want to get the whole video. I want to get this whole thing. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, um, on the 7 a.m. social club. Here, Keep it right there. Don't move. It's perfect. Did, oh, come on. It was a bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looks so intense. Too. She was intense. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You look so, I mean, you look like so cool in that. She's like, I, uh, she was just beside herself that she was in this commercial. So if you're DTS and you see this commercial, um, the girl that shoots the bullseye, that's my kid. It was, is, it's really funny. Is there a tag like, like we're on point or something no. that ties into the hit a bullseye with us? <laughs> it just shows all the different activities at her school and stuff. And it, it's really cool. Have you ever been in a commercial for anything? I, I remember we used to work with a guy. This is a long time ago. And he was in a commercial for Fat Burger here locally. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember that? This- I want a man with... With a fat burger in his hand. Yeah, and he turns to the camera. He's and all smiling yeah, when he says it. Yeah, hamburger. I, and I just got the biggest kick out of that. Every time I'd see that commercial, I'm like, I work with that guy. Like, it's so cool. What was his first name? Was it John? John, John yeah. Yes. It was John. And he was uh, he's the <laughs> nicest guy. And I was just like, how'd you get to be in a fat burger commercial? That's so cool. I just, I don't know. I thought that was the coolest thing. And he was very proud of that, too. He was super proud of that. Because that's oh, a cool yeah. thing to be in, too. And it was on all the time, that, that fat burger commercial. Yeah. So has anyone else been in one or do you know anyone? And also, are there archery clubs here in town? Have you ever been in an actual commercial? I mean, radio station stuff we've done. But outside of that, I'm trying to think of it ever been. Not that I know of where I went in like and, and filmed the commercial for something. Um, I've been on TV accidentally and not knowing it at, at a bunch of wrestling events where we're kind of sitting close to the ring. I've told this story before, but I remember uh, it was Monday Night Raw. Alberto Del Rio was his name. Bad guy kind of making his way down the ring and. High-fiving some people, and he gets to me, and I put my hand up for a high-five, and he just he looks at me, looks at my hand, and keeps moving. I'm like, dang, that was cold. And then not even like 10 seconds later, my phone, like everyone that was watching, like, why didn't that man, my mom, why didn't that man high-five you? My buddy's like, dude, Alberto Del Rio just left you hanging. That's just wrong. (laughs) How many people watch this? Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I had no idea that people were watching. I mean, I knew we were on TV, but just didn't realize the camera was on us catching that moment on Raw. Hey, Teresa, good morning. Good morning. Hey, were you on TV or do you know someone who was in a commercial? My daughter is currently in a commercial on the, it plays during games on ESPN. She is a diver at the University of Tennessee, and the SEC crew came down and filmed her, and they put her in one of the SEC commercials that they play during games on ESPN. Oh my gosh, how cool is that? I mean, can you tell it's her? Does she, or does she have like oh, goggles yeah. on and stuff? Like, but no, you no, can... no, she's a diver, diver, so she's Oh, they don't have to wear goggles. Like they do in the Olympics. Oh, yeah. She's... And then, yeah, so no goggles, and they show her, first they show her feet, then they pan to her face, and then they show her doing a dive straight into the water. It's the coolest thing. Oh, that's awesome. I just got goosebumps from you describing it. That sounds so cool. I love that. Thank you so much for calling. Um, Our friend Jan just texted, I still get a kick out of Mercedes on the SSSCU commercial. Yes, I'm on a Silver State Schools Credit Union commercial, and we had the best time filming it, and it, it airs during the Golden Knights games all the time. So I will get texts during the Golden Knights games like, I just saw your commercial for Silver State Schools Credit Union. And I act I, I kind of obnoxious in it, but it's fun. I what do you it. do? Because I see that commercial all the time and it's on Channel 8. I'm just on other stations. I see it on Channel 8 a lot and it's 
I'm at, when I'm at Channel 8, so the volume's down, but I see you. Do you have a megaphone in your hand? Yeah, Are you yelling at the guy? Yeah. What's the premise of the commercial? So, I, just, I see it. It's like a silent film to me. So Scott Arkles, the CEO of Silver State Schools Credit Union, is like, hey, I just really wanted to get the word out about Silver State Schools Credit Union, so I thought I'd ask my friend Mercedes for help. And so I come in with a megaphone, and I'm like, you're going to get great rights and da 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 And he's like, um, I meant on the radio. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so they came up with that concept. I, yes, it really, was really I just cute. see the megaphone in your hand. I'm like, oh, what is happening over there? That is, yeah, it's, it's on all the time, too. That's, That's so good stuff. Kaylee, really quick. Kaylee, were you on a commercial? Well, it was on the news. Remember when we, you guys used to bet Mayor Ashley Goodman who was going to win the Super Bowl? Yes. He lost, and, and he had a... Uh, stomp lemonade with hot dog on a stick. Were you from hot dog on a stick? Yes. Legendary. Oh. Grade. You go down in history. That was so long ago. I love that you're still with us. Oh my gosh. Thank you for keep, for yeah. listening after all these years. And thank you for that excellent yes. lemonade. Mm-hmm. That's so. <laughs> thank you. That's. I, want, I, I would love to do like a segment about that. People that were involved in the show at some point yeah. throughout the years for the, the, the lemonade girl. And then there's so many different things. Like, how were you involved with this show? Uh, outside of calling in, it's it's so cool to hear that stuff. Uh, oh, so many people, we're getting so many texts. You guys were a lot of you are in commercials. This is crazy. I really didn't expect so many people. So, so in two thousand and five, won a competition with us to be with John Barr in a Finley Toyota commercial. I remember that. Ray, that's from Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was in Vegas vacation. Oh, you have to tell us more, please. <laughs> I've been on Sister Wives a few times from Victoria. Uh, yeah, that's that's so cool. I love these stories. Next hour, eight twenty five tickets for you to go see us. Sure, that's at Park MGM. So that, you'll get those when you win heads up next hour. And then up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? Well, we've talked about quiet quitting before, but now there's quiet hiring. That's the new trend in the workplace this year. We'll tell you what that is. Also, if you are born um, in this order in your family, you're likely the favorite child. And some dating deal breakers. What do daters say is a deal breaker when it comes to your salary? That's coming up next in the Hot 3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Quiet quitting was a thing last year, and now the trend has shifted to quiet hiring. What is that? Well, it's a way to obtain new talent without hiring new employees. Basically, companies will add to the workloads of existing employees. So you just get more stuff to do. But that's quiet hiring. They hire you to do more stuff, but you don't get the pay with it. Technological research and consulting firms say that this is one of the nine workplace trends of the year. Companies could also shift workers from one department to another if it would take too long to hire someone from the outside. So they're like, you know what? We're going to take you here and you're going to go over here instead. Experts suggest that you should negotiate a pay increase or one-time bonus if you are given extra roles. Put a note up on our little call screener there. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think there's some quiet hiring going on around here, possibly. Yes, there is. Yes. What was that? Was it asked for a bonus? What was it? What, ask uh, for extra negotiate pay? a pay increase or one-time bonus if you are given extra roles. Okay. We've emailed this link to some people in the building. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, also trending this morning, uh, are you... Oh, this isn't what's trending. Also hot this morning. <laughs> It's also trending, though, too. Uh, yeah, I know. Are you the baby of the family? If you are, you are more than likely the favorite child. A new survey says that 38% of Americans who are the youngest in the family report that they were the favorite, compared to 27% of those who were the oldest. Middle children are the least likely to say they were a favorite child. Only 20% believe that they were. I'm going to base it off for our families, your brother Mario and my brother John. They're the golden boys. They can't do any wrong in our families. I agreed. I think they're definitely the favorites mm-hmm. for sure. Um, as far as the second favorites, are you? do you think it's you or do you think it's your sister? I think it is me. I think it goes, yeah, I think, I think it's John. I think it's me. And then I think it's, uh, I think it's my sister. Though I, I, I uh, you know, for, with Laura with the whole concussion thing and everything, it was a very emotional weekend uh, for me. And Friday night, I was like, like just in, like, in a very emotional state. And um, just had some gratitude towards my parents. So I sent them just like a loving note to my parents uh, over the, on Friday night. Just like telling them I appreciate them. I love them. Thank you for everything. Wonderful life. I, you know, I don't say it enough. And they thought something was wrong with me. <laughs> Did you get a concussion? We're just checking in with you because we're a little concerned with your message. Like, what do you mean? Like, we should make sure everything's all right with you. I'm like, what are you t- I can't send a nice message to my parents without them thinking that something is wrong with me. I'm like, no, everything is fine. I just wanted to. That thought was in my mind. I wanted to share it before that thought went away. And that's why I did it. But they're like, ah, we were worried about you all weekend. Like, that's great. That's funny. There's the there's these guys in, on TikTok and uh, they are in Colorado. And so I their stuff comes across my, my For You page all the time. And I was watching a bunch of them the other day. And they go around to people, just random people walking. And they'll be like, hey, truth or dare. And the person will be like, they'll either say truth or dare. And if they say dare, 
the dare they most always give them is call one of your parents right now on speaker and tell them how much you love them. And so uh, th- th- there's a bunch of like really nice emotional ones, really sweet ones. <laughs> this one guy calls, he's like, hey, mom. And she's like, yeah. And, and he goes, I just want to let you know I love you. And she goes, is this part of some kind of dare or something? <laughs> and he's like, actually, I, I mean it, but yes. It is. It JC, so are you drinking? No, I'm completely sober. I just, yeah, that's so funny. It's funny. Why do parents react that way sometimes? They're, they're just surprised, yes, you know? Yes, yes. Um, finally, this morning, before you settle down and live happily ever after, there are some important conversations that you need to have with your partner. You need to know each other's life goals as well as each other's financial situation and habits But it seems that a lot of couples are not going there with the money talk. In fact, new research finds a third of couples don't even talk about finances until after they're married. And that can be especially problematic because it turns out people do have deal breakers when it comes to money and potential partners. Um, There's a survey that came out and they found out some interesting things. They, um, They said the biggest financial deal breakers are salary and student loan debt. Respondents say they want their partners to earn a minimum of $30,000 a year, which is well below the average salary in the U.S., which is $37,522. Owing more than $28,000 in student loan debt is also a deal breaker. And that amount is below the average amount of student loan debt associated with someone with a bachelor's degree, that's around $37,000 too. Men tend to be a little more forgiving of debt than women. Um, for the guys, their their breaking um, point is 31000 For women, it's 22000 And um, they say that the financial topics that have led to the most fights for couples include spending habits, investments, salary, and buying property together. That, I'm, I'm conflicting when I hear stuff like that because... Um... If you find like the one and just like everything is fantastic, you're in love and just like, my gosh, I've had all these crappy relationships and here's this just angel sent from heaven. Everything's great. And then you find out this person has $28,000 in, in college debt. It, for you, Mercedes, would that be like the deal breaker? Like, oh, you know, but I'm not, but, but also the other point though, then you're together, that debt's become your debt and you have to figure out a way to pay that off. And that's, that, that's a big burden to carry, but I'm really conflicted when someone says that because then obviously twenty eight thousand dollars that that's the price point you put on a relationship. Um, I see, like I see both sides of it. I I think that with that, with if it's it depends on the debt. In my opinion, if it's student loans, I am not having an issue with it. Uh, you were trying to get an education, and um, I get that, and we'll try to figure out. But if it's like from frivolous spending and living out of your means and you just put everything on a credit card and now that's mine that signals there's a lot of red flags that go up there and it's like is that how it's going to be in our relationship and now i'm going to have to do all that so i would be like let's put this on pause or let's just continue dating until we can figure out what's going on with your debt because that could get you both into a hole and i wouldn't want that that's a great point too yeah what what kind of debt is it student loan trying to better themselves bunch of purses and a fancy new car. Yeah, I I, I think I kind of put it on on pause for the, <laughs> for the time being. Was that the last one? Yep, that's it. Okay, so uh, 8 o'clock hour at 825, we have those tickets for you to go see Usher.
Hello? You're on. Hello? Yeah. Oh, I am? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Why am I not coming in here? Oh, there we go. There we go. (laughs) My thing got unplugged. All right. So that was Sam Smith and Kim Petras with Unholy. And they're going to be at the Grammys performing that very song on Sunday. Just announced a big, huge, gigantic performer also performing on the Grammys. We'll talk about that next hour in What's Trending. It's always so just, it, it feels so ugh. When someone does this to you, it it feels like your personal space is invaded. It just is so unsettling. It's when someone steals something from you. And especially if it's stolen, like right off your porch. And that's what happened to you, Steph. What, what, what did they steal? What happened? So overnight on Friday, so it was Friday morning, Friday night, Saturday morning. It was like one in the morning. James was getting into bed super late and he was awake and he heard something at the front patio, but he didn't think anything of it because I think the winds were starting to to kind of blow in pretty heavy. And the next morning goes, did you look at our front door camera? I'm like, no, what? And based off of his facial expressions, I knew that something was bad. He said, my dunks were stolen. Oh. His his shoes, his Nike Dunks, his Nike were they pandas? Dunks. What were they? They weren't. They were the Michigan. They're blue and yellow. Oh. And he calls them his beaters, which are like basically shoes that you don't mind <laughs> if they get dirty or whatever. So that was kind <laughs> of glad to know other people use that phrase. <laughs> we call them beaters too. Like just okay. wear your beaters. Wear your beaters. Yes, and that's what his word. Those Michigan Dunks were his beaters. He's a dork though because he left his shoes outside in the front patio although where the shoes were placed it wasn't in plain sight it was there's our little um a thing that covers it where you can kind of look outside and you can see our front door but this person that stole his shoes were intentionally there to steal because he comes to the front door and he looks and you can see the dunks and he takes the dunks and he goes and he he's like trying to walk all smooth and oh it made me so upset rewatching that video. So James wakes up, he tells me the news, and I'm like, I'm upset, but also at the fact that I'm upset at you for doing that. You should not have left your shoes out there. One, we take off our shoes before we go into the house, but it's a simple either get them before you sleep or take off your shoes carry them, and then walk inside. Did you post the video of the guy? Uh, we didn't post the video of the guy, but we did send it to management of our apartment le- uh, company, and they are trying to take care of it, trying to find the person. They said the next time that it happens, call security. We're like, okay, we're going to call security. Next time we go, we see him, we're going to run after him, and we're going to try and get him. Be careful with that. You I just know. never know with people, and a pair of beaters is not worth it. Vigilante justice, let's get him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to put him on our Facebook Messenger and everything so you guys can see him. Oh, did you recognize the guy? I'm looking at the picture that he took of him. I've never seen the guy. And uh, I don't want to like stereotype, but he didn't look like homeless or anything. We live in a gated community. So it was very odd. It was like kind of like a teenage person. 
He looked like a teenager. Oh, Hugh, because I was worried this whole time it was my husband. Matt. Yes, you say. <laughs> Matt's looking oh, around. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where he was that night. No, just kidding. Matt's <laughs> running around mouse to house. He's like, I know James has got to have some shoes out here somewhere that I can do. Jack Buddy's got a disguise on. He's got a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> is that Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, or is that Matt? <laughs> the, let me see. Let but, me see. I'll send you guys a video. But Buzz. Crooks, I, I think if management has this video, Crooks are, they're dumb. There's some dumb crooks out there. At, at one of Laura's horse shows, she's not out there right now, but there were these thieves that were, um, they have vendors out there, and these thieves broke into this one vendor were starting to steal some stuff, and the vendor had a, a camera inside, and you can't see the thieves. You can see, like, the door being broken in, thieves kind of coming in, and they're not on camera. They're just there, but one of the thieves, like, kind of points at the camera, and the other one walks up like, what is this, and looks right at it. And then destroys the camera. It's like, you dummy, you just looked right into the camera. So they had a perfect picture of the guy. And they caught the guy because of that. But he's also smashing, like, you smashed because you think there was, like, a, a VHS tape inside and no one's going to get it. It's like, you yeah. just, we just got your picture. It's in the cloud. And because of that, they caught the guy. So I think they'll catch your guy. I was once uh, accused of being one of those, like, package thieves. What? Yeah, it was funny. Um, so my friend lives in our neighborhood, and she asked me if I could pick up their packages while they were out of town. And what I usually, I, what I do is I pick them up. And I don't take them home. I, she gave me she gave me their garage door code, and I open their garage and I put them in their garage and I leave. So one day I was driving by and I saw packages. I was like, "Oh shoot!" And so I was like, "I'll just come back down when I go for our walk, and then I'll put them away then." So um, Matt and I go for the walk. We come down, and uh, so I'm like, "Let me go." stick these in the garage so i walk across the street i start i pick up the packages and I start walking and the neighbor comes out who i've never met i they, they live on a different street and i don't know everyone in our neighborhood and she goes excuse me and i was like hello and she's like can i help you and i'm like uh no just picking up these packages and do they belong to you because i know the people that live there and you don't look like them and i was like oh my gosh oh, missy and i go I also know the people who live here and they asked me to pick them up and she goes, Oh really? And so then I turned and I put the garage code in and it opens. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, I'm sorry, I was just keeping an eye out because you know, I was just trying to be a good neighbor and I was like, Uh huh and I just put them in, closed the garage, <laughs> walked away. I was like That's the ultimate face, you open up the garage door. <laughs> I was so annoyed. Mercedes Steph sent us the video of the uh, crook on her front porch. Steph, you've got a ton of stuff on your front porch. We do. I think we were asking for it, not gonna lie. Oh my gosh. We try to hide it. Oh, so he you... like tries to crouch down. <gasps> oh my gosh. Is that a skateboard you have there, too? It's a longboard. I would have taken he the longboard of the shoes. He took more than one pair. He took two pairs. Oh, don't mind if I do. There's the oh second one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he slides them out real slow, like he's uh, Indiana Jones uh, in, the, in, the, in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I love how he leaves the Air Maxes. Remember <laughs> those Air Maxes? <laughs> They're like running shoes, too. He leaves the running shoes. He's like, I don't want those. I'll just take the dunks. Wow. Oh, that is so... That is so gross. Yeah, that's the, sad. And the way he like tried to crouch down. But you, yeah, you do have a lot of stuff on your porch. We do, like that grocery bag or that trash bag on our patio. Those are shoes I need to donate. I wish he took that bag. <laughs> Does every apartment have this ring doorbell set up? Yes. So we that, do. yeah, they'll get this guy. Yeah, I hope so. It's just oh, I feel a little violated. You should post a picture of him online. Like anyone see this guy? I mean, maybe someone would recognize him. I don't. It's kind of yeah. I mean, you can see. His 
his face. Well, smart dude's got a he's got a hoodie on and his head is down, so the hoodie hoodie can try to cover his face, but yeah. Oh, look at those beaters he's wearing. Of course he wanted them. <laughs> yeah, he needed the shoes more than James wow. did. <laughs> Maybe you go to a great cause. <laughs> helping out, helping out, crooks. Coming up, 825, your tickets to go see Usher. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets for you to go see Usher. We have them for you uh, in just about five minutes here. It's been a very interesting morning, educational morning. I learned that Brooklyn is amazing in archery. She she is. I, I learned that also. I mean, I learned that a couple weeks ago, but yeah, I had no idea. Well, that girl has some skills. There's a big archery event. I sent you a link to it. I think Brooklyn should compete in it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> She's already playing two sports. I don't know if I can get Listen, her to add a third. <laughs> time management. We'll take care of it. Have you ever encountered a business or a person that just kind of went above and beyond the call of duty for you? Um, Laura experienced this this past week, and I thought this was really cool of, the, of this guy that um, it went the extra mile for her. So I, I mentioned earlier she had, she had a hard fall. She had a horse competition last week in Del Mar. Thursday afternoon, hard fall off her horse, and she was just sore afterwards and staying in a hotel and she woke up in the middle of the night. Just She didn't have any um, Tylenol, and she also needed some tampons. So she went on to Postmates, and there was a CVS that was open, and she placed an order for Tylenol and tampons. And, and the, the guy accepts it, and he goes to pick it up. And apparently there was like a last-minute, like, unexpected closure of the CVS. It should be open, but when the guy got there, it was closed. And so the guy reached out to Laura and ended up communicating, and he said, listen, I can go rogue for you and get you your Tylenol and tampons from somewhere else. And she's like, oh my gosh, could you do that? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And he's like texting back and forth, exchange numbers. And like, yeah, he's, if, if my wife was in that situation, I would want something, someone to do that for her. So he goes somewhere else and he's texting her about the tampons and what she needs and everything and gets the Tylenol, gets the tampons and then brings it back and leaves it at the front desk of the hotel for her. Well, that was nice. How did she pay him? Venmo. Oh. She ended, yeah, she Venmoed the guy and took care of him, so did, did a deal through Venmo, so she 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 paid the guy for the products and also for her services. But, you know, a lot of times you're in that situation, like, ah, I'm sorry, it's closed, and move on to the next customer. This person's like, hey, let me let me help you out. You're in a bind. You need some stuff. Let me see what I can do for you. That's That was really nice. So did she tip him extra uh, extra well after that? I'm sure she did, yeah. yeah. I'm sure she took care of the guy, yeah, because he went above and beyond for her. I just thought that was really cool. She needed that stuff and not in, the, not in, a, in a great spot early Friday morning, 1 o'clock in the morning, and there's this guy going above and beyond for her. Yeah, that I mean, that is definitely something that he was not required to do for his job whatsoever that he just did to be a nice person. It's always refreshing to see those stories when people – do nice things just to be nice, not to get anything out of it just because you're in a bind and you need help. Have you ever been in a situation or witnessed a person or business kind of going that extra mile for you? Well, I thought I was on that road, but now I've hit a brick wall. It was with a business. So um, I was just telling Steph in the bathroom when I saw her, um, the like the jeans I'm wearing today are like so big and baggy. They're a size too big. Um, and I have to wear them because my favorite jeans, I completely destroyed so it was either thursday or friday of last week my favorite jeans i'm wearing them here at the station and i go to leave and i go to sit in my car and they just rip down the butt like just it's unfixable it's not patchable it's like not even on a seam it's just random and it's like eight inches long so as a joke i walked into the house 
and pretended like I didn't know. <laughs> and Matt's like, uh, you're, you have a huge hole in your pants. I'm like, what? I do? It's called distress, Matt. This is the look. <laughs> and so um, it, they were just destroyed. And this happened to a, another pair, same brand, same exact style that I got. And I'm like, maybe it's a defect with them. So I messaged this this company on Instagram. And I'm like, hey, these are my favorite jeans. Um, both pairs have had rips. And like, I don't know. I just wanted to let you guys know. I didn't know if there was anything that you could do. Um, I wasn't, I was looking for maybe like a discount code <laughs> so I could buy another pair. But the problem is they don't have this pair in stock anymore. So they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that's happened. Send us some pictures of them so we can go from there. So I take pictures of both pairs of jeans that had the rips and send them and I haven't heard back. Now I'm just kind of left in la la land and I, I sent a follow up. I'm like, just following up. <laughs> to see if you got my pictures nothing so i thought they were going above and beyond i was so surprised when they responded to me i was like so excited about it but then i never heard anything again yeah you're like you're on the right path of, of getting a fix here for two pairs of pants obviously something's going on with the quality of, of i don't know the fabric or the stitching that they're using and they, they, it, yeah it's just it's really bizarre because i have uh, other styles of this brand no issues whatsoever but this particular style they rip all the time so we got postmates guy gets a thumbs up this jean company was going on the thumbs up now they're kind of on their way down maybe they'll turn it around this week i'll send them another follow-up if i don't hear back from them but yeah i don't think they're gonna do anything but i do want a quick follow-up on your end uh, we talked about brooklyn's airpods that you lost it turned up in alabama did you ever get them back, or where do we stand with this? We're supposed to get them back today. I just checked the tracking on them. They're here in Las Vegas. Uh, we should get them between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. today. I'm so excited. That's... I'm so excited. I hope they're the right ones, though. I mean, she had a very distinct case, so the lady said she had it. I believe her. Those They went from, uh, what, Phoenix, Arizona to Alabama? Back to Las Vegas. Yes, Boom. exactly. And they made a stop somewhere, too. I forget where. This could have been a film, The Journey of Brooklyn's AirPods. The, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Air, <laughs> AirPods. Because <laughs> it's not the pants because they're ripped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up uh, right now, we want Caller 20. 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You're playing heads up, and this is a great prize. We have your tickets right now to see Usher. Usher, by popular demand, adding new shows to his My Way Vegas residency in February at Dolby Live at Park MGM. And you're going, if you're caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner. You get six answers in 60 seconds, and the tickets are yours. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. Oh. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hi, Rochelle. How you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? We are great. You are caller 20. You're playing heads up. You ready to win some Usher tickets? Yes. So excited. All right. Pick a category. Solve a puzzle, hot chocolate, scotch tape, ruby red, or vacation time? Um, We'll go with hot chocolate. Hot chocolate it is. National Hot Chocolate Day is tomorrow. And these are all different types of beverages. Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Well, let's go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Rochelle, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Usher, and you start now. You might drink a glass of orange blank in the morning. Juice. Yes. Um, 2%. Skim. Milk. Yes. Um, I take mine with a little bit of milk. Some people take cream and sugar. Uh, Coffee. Yes. 
Uh, this is uh, something that they love in England. Uh, cup of tea. Yes. Um, this is, if you're going to have something with alcohol in it, it's called a what? Cocktail. Yes. Um, this has like fruit and spinach and you blend it all up together. Smoothie. Yes. yes. You got it. Congratulations, Woo! Rochelle. Yay. You're going to see Usher. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening, Rochelle. And hold on one second. We'll get your information. And you want to go see Usher? Yes, you do. We've got your tickets all week long. Those tickets are yours when you win Heads Up uh, every morning at 825. I don't know if you really wanted to drive out to San Diego early in the morning. I mean, obviously, your wife's health is a priority. But, like, you were probably like, oh, man. This is not how I envisioned my Saturday. But you make the sacrifices because you love the person, right? Absolutely, absolutely. She fell off her horse, had a concussion. We were talking about me flying out on Sunday, so that was kind of my back of my mind. I would have Saturday to get some stuff done, book a flight, get out there, drive her back. It was Saturday morning at like 5.30, 6 o'clock. She's like, I'm driving home today. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. I was on a flight within like an hour and a half after that. So, um, yeah, you have to put the Saturday plans on the back burner. But, yeah, to be out there and know she's safe and drive her home and it was actually a really nice drive home, it was worth the sacrifice. It was. Sometimes you have to make those sacrifices mm. for your spouse, for someone you love, where you have to do something you don't really want to do, but you do it for them. So on Friday... I mentioned earlier, I had a remote at Silver State Schools Credit Union, and it was uh, their grand, the grand reopening, and it was a big party. And this woman starts walking towards me, and I notice that she is wearing a lanyard. And on the lanyard, I see the BTS symbol. And I was like, <gasps> I go, are you ARMY? And she goes, yes. And then we start hugging. We're like, ARMY! Oh my gosh. So I am talking to her and she is the absolute sweetest. We were just like talking about uh talking her name is Shelly by the way and I was just like talking about the the group and we we're talking about their you know like uh RM's latest album that came out this and that and she goes, "Are you going to yet to come this weekend?" And I was like, "Oh, I forgot that was coming out this weekend." So in theaters, you can go see their concert from Busan, and there's a screening on Wednesday, there's, there's screenings on Friday and Saturday. It's select theaters, limited screenings. And I was like, oh, man, um, I was supposed to go with someone, and I totally dropped the ball, and there's, she's like, I don't think there's tickets left. I was like, oh, no. She goes, well, we might have one. Would you want to go with us? And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so nice. I'm like, let me get your number. So I go home. I tell Matt about this. And I'm like, I didn't, I, I totally dropped the ball. I really wanted to go see this concert in the, in the theaters. I'm like, I'm so bummed. Should I go with her? And he's like, oh, I mean, if you want, it's cool. Next thing I know, there is a screenshot of two tickets purchased for it that he's going to take me to. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> he goes, they were the last two, and it's the last showing of it on Saturday. This I, upcoming weekend? Then? Yes. I was like, you got it. He goes, they were literally the last two in the theater. I'm like, no way. So do I think he wants to go watch this concert? Absolutely not. I, I can think of 75 other things he would rather do, but the sacrifice he's making for me to take me to see it, 
I'm really touched by that. That is sweet. That, Isn't that? that is very sweet. What's a sacrifice like like that? I mean, that shows love. That is just you know, and yeah, probably Matt has other things he'd want to do on a Saturday afternoon than going to a BTS movie. But he's gonna do it because he loves you, and he'll see joy in your face watching that movie theme, it, watching that movie. It's just a, yeah. I was really touched by it. I'm like, oh, thank you. I go if you if you don't want to go, like I'll go by myself. I don't care. And he's like, no, I'll go with you. And I go, will you bring your army bomb? That's the little light stick. He goes, do people bring those to stuff like that? I go, yeah. He goes, sure, I'll bring my army bomb because we bought him an army bomb. Oh, you have the army bomb in the movie theater? Yeah. <laughs> lit up. So it's just an actual concert you guys are watching then? Yeah. It, yeah. It's a, it's a concert that they had and it, they're going to show it on the big screen. And so I I just thought it was the sweetest thing. Um, Steph, does, does James do anything like that? And... I know Ramon is in there. He's one of our street teamers, and he was there. Does he? Did he see the BTS girl come up to me when? when I'm, I'm going to put on Ramon, uh, headphones for Ramon. Here okay. you go. All right, Ramon. Everybody, meet Ramon. He is one of our street teamers. Hi, Ramon. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> we um we were talking about the remote on Friday that you were at. Did you see the BTS girl come up to me? Yes, that was that was funny. That was hilarious. I mean, we were like screaming at each other. I really thought you meant the army, like military, and then I saw her <laughs> lanyard. <laughs> You didn't know that Mercedes had served our country? Yeah, no. (laughs) Hey, how was the llama, Ramon? Did you see the llama? The llama was great. I liked her, enjoyed her name, Dalai Lama, and it took me a while to realize, you know, like what it meant. Like the Dalai Lama. (laughs) (laughs) We're having Ramon come in, and he uh, he's like learning kind of what Steph does. But okay, we just wanted to say hi and confirm the the army thing. But back to Steph. I know James has made some sacrifices for Steph at some point. What's the last thing he sacrificed for you? The last thing that he sacrificed for me? Gosh, where do I even start? Well, the big one was him moving to Las Vegas for this job. Oh, today. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's a huge sacrifice. He also moved to Connecticut for me for my job there. Oh, dang. So I, the list goes on. Those two big ones stand out. That's more than driving to San Diego or going to a BTS. Uh, yeah, movie. I mean, seriously. Sorry to up you guys. I didn't mean that. <laughs> and and I, fl- I, I flew to San Diego, drove her back, but I flew out there. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You didn't move there, though. No, no. <laughs> uh, Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about where all the single people live. If you are looking for love, you may want to move to one of these cities. Also, how to prevent an untimely death while watching the Super Bowl. Yes, this is really a thing. And a retired woman cannot get men to stop showing up at her house. Like, this is really scary and really sad. What happened? We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. We are nearing the end of January, and that means we are on the brink of the month with the holiday. That is not fun if you're single. Not President's Day. Did you say President's Day? <laughs> no, How no, hard no. is that? Buy no. a new mattress. They're on sale. <laughs> Valentine's Day. There are more than 127 million single people, 18 years old, or 18 years old or older, living in America. So that's basically like 40 percent of the population. I'm sure a lot of you listening are single. Some cities, though, have more single people than others. And if you are willing to pack your bags for love, here's where to go. According to U.S. Census data. The cities with the most singles are Richmond, Virginia, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Newark, New Jersey, Cincinnati, Ohio, 
and Atlanta. Those are your top cities with the most singles. Now, also on that list, um, we've got Baton Rouge, Louisiana, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Detroit. Now, it, it it does vary a little bit, though, for men and women. If you are looking for the cities with the most single men, go to Minneapolis. That's the place. Also on that list is Atlanta, Newark, Pittsburgh, and Madison, Wisconsin. The, also, Reno is on that list. So maybe it's just a simple trek up north uh, if you're looking for single men. If you're looking for single women, then you should move to Buffalo. Buffalo is number one, followed by Richmond, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. Um, if more seasoned divorcees are your speed, hmm. um, here's your list. Spokane, Washington, Jacksonville, Reno, and Albuquerque. Is Vegas fall anywhere on that list or we're not popping up for... We weren't on that list. North Las Vegas was, but no Vegas. So we're all I the gu- same. I guess I guess not. Yeah, I guess there's more singles in North Las Vegas than <laughs> Live in Summerland, can't find anyone? Drive to North Las Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Cross over Craig and you're going to find your true love. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. It's but. so dumb. Um, also this morning, we get this health update just in time for the Super Bowl. Swiss researchers recently found that men were, more, uh, were up to 60% more likely to suffer a fatal heart attack during a televised sporting event than at other times. The researchers say it's a combination of a few things, uh, stress, anger, excitement. To reduce your risk of dying while watching the Super Bowl, they say you should do this. What is it? It's as simple as popping an aspirin before the game. They say pop an aspirin before the game and get up and move around every half hour or so while it's underway. Both strategies will help reduce the risk. Uh, I'm excited about the big game, about the Super Bowl. You're saying you didn't have any uh, real interest in the game. I'm excited about it. There's a lot of uh, different storylines with the Kelsey brothers, Andy Reid, the Philadelphia. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the big game in a couple of weeks. I'm just not really interested in the teams. I mean, I've seen them both there before. I thought it would be exciting if the Bengals were there, but I have a lot of friends that are Chiefs fans. They're really excited so i'm happy for them and i know there's a ton of eagles fans that live here so they have to be excited i'm not i'm not bagging on the game at all it's just i don't really have a horse in the running here on this one are you gonna watch it though or you oh won't, you yeah won't, like, i'll for... always watch it i always watch it and especially with rihanna performing i'm definitely gonna watch it and i love watching the commercials too so absolutely i'll watch you, you won't pick a certain team they'll go into the game like i want to see kansas city win or i want to see the eagles win probably afc just because um my team is in the afc the so allegiance? i guess i'll cheer I don't particularly like them, but I just, I don't know. That's the only thing I have to base it on, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're going for Philadelphia. Yes, being from Philly, but I mean, I'm a lifelong Cowboys fan, but yeah, Cowboys is not. They're not <laughs> they have their issues they have to take care of. Uh, but yeah, I'll be happy to see the Eagles win. Last Super Bowl they won. There was need to see the excitement of the city of Philadelphia where you grew up and the, the fans excited. My mom, I got a bunch of other family members. My brother's kids, he's raising them to be Eagles fans, so I'll be happy for them as well. So yeah, I'll be happy for family and friends back east um, to see them win. My, 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 Laura likes the Eagles too, so I'll be happy for her. So I, at the end of the day, I'll be rooting for Philly. So less than two weeks to go on that. Don't forget to buy your aspirin beforehand. You should have that with your chicken wings and everything else yes. that are out. Have a little bowl of uh, Tylenol ready to go. Exactly. Finally this morning, this is so scary and very sad. A 66-year-old retired woman in North Texas named Elaine cannot get men to stop showing up at her house. And they're there for sexual relations. 
this this is not a humble brag on her part either. They are unwelcome visitors. Elaine says that the men have been showing up for the past year at all times of the day and night. There have been at least 25 of them. They're young, they're old, they're local, they've traveled a long distance, all kinds of men. She says she has figured out that her address is being used by a scam. It sounds like a, a naughty website gets the men to pay through Venmo for various uh, services. And then they give him give them her address. Yeah, she says they say they're here for an appointment for Nikki. Some say for Kelly. Now it's Rhonda. And while it's irritating, Elaine says she's not afraid of confronting the men and threatening them. She says she appreciates that the local police are quick to respond when she calls, but they won't do anything other than shoo the men off. She's hoping the authorities will go after the scan that's sending the men to her house. That is a scary situation. It is terrifying. Having these random dudes show up looking for sex. That's just freaky. We, th- I remember like the prank when we were in, in school was to order a pizza for someone and then the pizza shows up and like, oh my gosh. And someone did that to me once and I was so upset. I'm like, how would I do this to me? Who would order a pizza to my house? Oh. But then you got to pay for it, right? They were stuck buying the pizza. Yeah, and we did. We did buy it. My mom's like, why did they do this? Oh, she's like, well, now we don't have to cook dinner. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I like it. Mrs. Martinez turning the prank into a plus. Yeah, she's like, well, thank you, person who did this prank. <laughs> the next day, a dude shows up looking for relations. Your mom would probably lecture the guy. Like, yeah, this is not the right thing to be doing. You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> We've got Jerker Justified coming up in the 9 o'clock hour right around 9.15. It's Mix 94.1. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's Taylor Swift, anti-hero. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And it is time to be the judge. Is this person a jerk or are they justified? If you ever have a situation you want us to hash out for you on the air, you can always shoot us an email. Go to Mix941.fm and click on contact us and send us your situation. All right, follow along here. Hi, Mercedes and JC. I'm hoping you can help and I'll try and keep this as short as possible. I'm getting married. That just tells me this is not going to be short. I know, right? (laughs) I'm like, oh boy. Sit back. Buckle up here. I'm getting married next month, and Lucy, who I've been friends with uh, since we're 10 years old, is my maid of honor. She truly is the sweetest person I've ever met. However, I've never been the biggest fan of her girlfriend, Maggie. I always show her respect and try to include her in things, but she's a huge introvert, and sometimes it can come off as disrespect in return. Lucy's own words, not mine. Last week, Maggie approached me, asking me if I'd be okay if she proposed during my reception. She claimed it would be a great way for Lucy and I to bond more, having our weddings linked. I love Lucy to death, but I never allow that for anyone. 
I shut the idea down immediately, and Maggie got mad and left. She said something along the lines of, I don't need your permission anyway, and walked out the door. This made me fearful that she'd attempt it anyway, so I went to Lucy. Needless to say, Lucy was mad. I never really see her get angry, but she was livid. She apologized and said she couldn't believe Maggie would ever think of doing something like that. And that was the end of our conversation. However, two days ago, I got another call from Maggie, berating me for spoiling her plan to propose. It was informed that Lucy would be attending the wedding by herself and is currently not speaking to her. Lucy told me she disinvited Maggie as her plus one because she was scared Maggie would have proposed anyway and she didn't want to ruin my wedding. Lucy is now thinking about breaking up with Maggie. I feel awful for ruining her proposal and potentially ruining her, her relationship. I love Lucy, and I don't want to her to resent me for this. Am I a jerk for bringing this all to Lucy's attention? I was thinking about putting this to rest and calling Maggie and inviting her, or is this at the point of no repair? Am I justified in standing my ground? I don't know what to do. Well, that's a, there's a lot to unpack there. That that was a very complicated situation. But I think my initial reaction was you were not wrong for telling her not to propose at your wedding. It's your wedding. That there's no if you do that, that is just blatantly for attention taking away from the couple that's getting married. So I think you're completely justified in that. I don't think you're the cause of this breakup personally. They don't just br- you don't just break up because of one thing like this. There's got to be other issues there. So I wouldn't feel guilty about that. That's not your fault. You're not wrong to say something to Lucy. If you were uncomfortable with it, you got to say something to someone. And maybe you could have told Maggie you felt that way instead of Lucy to not ruin the surprise. But you had to say something to someone. So I'm with you on this. Yeah, I, it's, I was at a wedding once where someone proposed and it was just like, what are you doing? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, you know, th- this that is your special day. This is the day you've been planning on spending a lot of money for for the wedding. And you don't want someone to take away um, from your day. Ah, that's a great point, Mercedes. I didn't think about that. The fact that was this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like this, this was the thing that caused the relation to be put on pause. There has to be deeper issues to it. Um, do you w- w- would you invite Maggie to the wedding or just say, "Listen, let's have Lucy. Let's get married, and Lucy and Maggie can sort their differences out outside of the wedding." I would not because if Lucy said, "I'm uninviting you," that means she does not want to go with her. So if I invite her and then they're there together, that's just. That's not my place. I'm not getting involved in your relationship. I'm sorry, but when you when it trickles into mine, it's a little, you know, not okay. So I'm going to say something. I, I don't think she should invite her, especially if they're not even really friends. Um, let's see what you guys think here. If you have a comment, 702-364-9400 is our number. You can call or text. Um, this is from Andrea. She says, your wedding day is yours, not Maggie's. And your, your mother-in-law or your maid of honor was right to support you in your preference for your day. I wouldn't feel bad at all. Sounds like issues in their relationship run deeper than you denying Maggie's request to propose at your wedding. They'll figure it out or they won't, but that's not a you issue. That's a them issue. Just support your friend the way she supported you. Um, Melissa says, not a jerk. Totally inappropriate to ask to take your day and make it about anyone else. It is not the bride's responsibility to baby their relationship. And she was made part of it with the ask to propose during her wedding on the text line justified proposing at someone else's wedding. Even a dear friend is so tacky and selfish. 
Um, it doesn't seem like anyone is really siding with Maggie. Kristen says, I actually think you saved Lucy from a life of grief. No apologies necessary. Yeah, now you have your wedding with just Lucy will be there. No Maggie, no drama. Enjoy your day. And then Lucy, let Lucy sort it out after the fact. Yeah, but it, again, I just don't think that this would be the only cause of a breakup. There's got to be a lot of other things. This might have been the last straw, but I, I just think you go about your day. You have a great wedding knowing that you're not going to have to worry about anyone proposing at it. And If you're ever thinking about doing that, just don't. Just don't. It's selfish. Let them enjoy their day, and then you do your own day. Mm-hmm. Even if they say it's cool, it's not cool. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> don't even ask. It's it's so rude to upstage the couple. It's just rude. Oh, look, we just got married. Oh, and Thomas and, and, and Rebecca, you're getting proposed to now. How great. Yeah, awesome. it's like the piggybacking thing. It's not okay. Find your uh, find your own special yeah, day. Yeah, pick your own spot. Hey, if you ever have a situation you want us to tackle for Jerk or Justified, you can send it our way. Just go to our website, mix941.fm, and uh, send it here. We can get it on the air for you guys. It's Mix 94.1. There's Taylor Swift, anti-hero. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. And it is time to be the judge. Is this person a jerk or are they justified? If you ever have a situation you want us to hash out for you on the air, you can always shoot us an email. Go to Mix941.fm and click on Contact Us and send us your situation. All right, follow along here. Hi, Mercedes and JC. I'm hoping you can help, and I'll try and keep this as short as possible. I'm getting married. That just tells me this is not going to be short. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. Okay. Right, sit back and buckle up here. I'm getting married next month, and Lucy who I've been friends with uh, since we're 10 years old, is my maid of honor. She truly is the sweetest person I've ever met. However, I've never been the biggest fan of her girlfriend, Maggie. I always show her respect and try to include her in things, but she's a huge introvert, and sometimes it can come off as disrespect in return. Lucy's own words, not mine. Last week, Maggie approached me, asking me if I'd be okay if she proposed during my reception. She claimed it would be a great way for Lucy and I to bond more, having our weddings linked. I love Lucy to death, but I never allow that for anyone. I shut the idea down immediately, and Maggie got mad and left. She said something along the lines of, I don't need your permission anyway, and walked out the door. This made me fearful that she'd attempt it anyway, so I went to Lucy. Needless to say, Lucy was mad. I never really see her get angry, but she was livid. She apologized and said she couldn't believe Maggie would ever think of doing something like that. And that was the end of our conversation. However, two days ago, I got another call from Maggie berating me for spoiling her plan to propose. And was informed that Lucy would be attending the wedding by herself and is currently not speaking to her. Lucy told me she disinvited Maggie as her plus one because she was scared Maggie would have proposed anyway. And she didn't want to ruin my wedding. Lucy is now thinking about breaking up with Maggie. I feel awful for ruining her proposal and potentially ruining her, her relationship. I love Lucy, and I don't want to her to resent me for this. Am I a jerk for bringing this all to Lucy's attention? I was thinking about putting this to rest and calling Maggie and inviting her, or is this at the point of no repair? Am I justified in standing my ground? I don't know what to do. Whoa, that's a, there's a lot to unpack there. That that was a very complicated situation. But I think my initial reaction was you were not wrong for telling her not to propose at your wedding. It's your wedding. That there's no if you do that, that is just blatantly for attention taking away from the couple that's getting married. So I think you're completely justified in that. 
I don't think you're the cause of this breakup personally. They don't just bro- you don't just break up because of one thing like this. There's got to be other issues there. So I wouldn't feel guilty about that. That's not your fault. You're not wrong to say something to Lucy. If you were uncomfortable with it, you got to say something to someone. And maybe you could have told Maggie you felt that way instead of Lucy to not ruin the surprise. But you had to say something to someone. So I'm with you on this. Yeah, I, it's, I was at a wedding once where someone proposed and it was just like, what are you doing? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, you know, th- this that is your special day. This is the day you've been planning on spending a lot of money for um, for the wedding and you don't want someone to take away um, from your day. Ah, that's a great point, Mercedes. I didn't think about that. The fact that was this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like this, this was the thing that caused the relationship to be put on pause. There has to be deeper issues to it. Um, do you w- would you invite Maggie to the wedding or just say, listen, let's have Lucy, let's get married, and Lucy and Maggie can sort their differences out outside of the wedding. I would not because if Lucy said I'm uninviting you, that means she does not want to go with her. So if I invite her and then they're there together, that's just that's not my place. I'm not getting involved in your relationship. I'm sorry, but when you when it trickles into mine, it's a little, you know, not okay. So I'm gonna say something. I, I don't think she should invite her, especially if they're not even really friends. Um let's see what you guys think here. If you have a comment, seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred is our number. You can call or text. Um, this is from Andrea. She says, your wedding day is yours, not Maggie's. And your your mother-in-law or your maid of honor was right to support you in your preference for your day. I wouldn't feel bad at all. Sounds like issues in their relationship run deeper than you denying Maggie's request to propose at your wedding. They'll figure it out or they won't. But that's not a you issue. That's a them issue. Just support your friend the way she supported you. Um, Melissa says, not a jerk. Totally inappropriate to ask to take your day and make it about anyone else. It is not the bride's responsibility to baby their relationship. And she was made part of it with the ask to propose during her wedding on the text line. Justified proposing at someone else's wedding. Even a dear friend is so tacky and selfish. Um, It doesn't seem like anyone is really siding with Maggie. Kristen says, I actually think you saved Lucy from a life of grief. No apologies necessary. Yeah, now you have your wedding with just Lucy will be there. No Maggie, no drama. Enjoy your day. And then let Lucy sort it out after the fact. Yeah, but again, I just don't think that this would be the only cause of a breakup. There's got to be a lot of other things. This might have been the last straw, but I I just think you go about your day. You have a great wedding knowing that you're not going to have to worry about anyone proposing at it. And if you're ever thinking about doing that, just don't. Just don't. It's selfish. Let them enjoy their day, and then you do your own day. Mm-hmm. Even if they say it's cool, it's not cool. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> don't even ask. It's it's so rude to upstage the couple. It's just rude. Oh, look, we just got married. Oh, and Thomas and, and, and Rebecca, you're getting proposed to now. How great. Yeah, awesome. it's like the piggybacking thing. It's not okay. Find your uh, find your own special yeah, day. pick your own spot. Hey, if you have a situation you want us to tackle for Jerk or Justified, you can send it our way. Just go to our website, Mix941.fm, and uh, send it here. We can get it on the air for you guys. It's Mix 94.1. 
Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay warm. Snow in parts of Henderson. I think there's some in the northwest part of town, too. Craziness. I mean, we always freak out when there's snow here in southern Nevada, right? What is this white stuff falling from the sky? People are making snow angels in the snow right now. It's like barely a dusting. Be careful driving out there, though. Don't be crazy or anything. We will be back tomorrow. More tickets for you to see Usher. J-Love is on the way next. But first, we have the line of the day. Steph's husband, James, had his sneakers stolen over the weekend. Someone stole his dunks from their front porch. Steph did get a picture of the guy thanks to their, their ring doorbell. Did you recognize the guy? I'm looking at the picture that he took of him. He looked like a teenager. Oh, Hugh, because I was worried this whole time it was my husband. Matt. Yes, you say. <laughs> Matt's looking oh, around. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where he was that night. No, just kidding. <laughs> Matt's running around mouse to house. It's like, I know James has got to have some shoes out here somewhody that I can Jackpot, he's got a disguise on. He's got a mustache. <laughs> is that Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, or is that Matt? They've got a lot of stuff out on our front porch, too. I know. It's, they might have thought they were for sale or something. And they yeah. Were t- like it was a garage sale or something. It was a patio sale. Freebies. That'll do it for show number 1770 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.